Hi, dear friend. Welcome to Voice Imprint. Let me tell you, that song constantly gets me. I get excited. I get all into it because the one thing I love to do is to talk about my Jesus, my Holy Spirit, and my God because there's nothing like it. There's just nothing like it. I want to wish you all a happy weekend or a happy Friday. Whatever time you're watching and listening this, I want to wish you well. My name is Joy Kitanga Dash Dabo, and I am your host here on Voice Imprint with Strive to do five things. Ignite our faith, strengthening our prayer life, deepening our love for God, and walk with confidence at the end of this journey even this podcast is that we want to develop an indomitable spirit so get your pen get your papers get your bible because i have a special guest in the house i'll introduce her a little bit more after this little intro i'm gonna introduce her and you're gonna know she's my auntie y'all i gotta brag about her She's my auntie. She's my auntie. Did I say she's my auntie? Yes. Well, welcome. If you have not done it yet, I want to say thank you first to all of our listeners. Thank you, all of you who take time to listen. Thank you to all of you who share the message. We are in five countries, and that is something to say well done to you all who are believing and giving me this opportunity to minister to you. With that being said, let me introduce my guests because I know y'all, y'all just want to hear like joy. We hear from you every single week. We want to hear from our, from your guests. All right. So the topic, even the topic, as we are recording this, the topic is, uh, has to do with the church. Y'all, my heart, my heart is, is crying out. My heart is after the church. And uh, my guest, my auntie, Reverend Dr. Kabamba Kiboko, I couldn't find anyone better to have this conversation with other than this. She is uh, a biblical, PhD, biblical interpretation with the emphasis in the Hebrew Bible. She, y'all, I told you I'm going to brag. I'm going to brag. She was one of my daddies too. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. She went to Denver University. And uh, she also went to, to the MDF. She did it to the, is it Lyft? If I can I say, I Lyft School of Theology. Um, Perkins, Drake, yeah, that's too much, okay? DRC Congo, she was all the way over there. She has, she's an author of the book, the Divining, Divining the Woman of Endor, the, polit- the Politics of Biblical Translation, published by Bloomberg. Okay. She's also an ordained elder in the United Methodist Church in Ohio. Y'all, if y'all in Ohio, go see her, go to Forest Chapel and enjoy her service or go on Facebook. She has services every now and then up there. She's ministry, does ministry in multicultural and multiracial community partnership congregations, recently intercontinental. Woo! Yes. Born and raised, I believe, in the DR Congo. She's yes. my auntie. Did I say she's my auntie? Yeah, I got connection. <laughs> okay, she's also on the Judicial Council, the members of uh, uh, members since 2012. No, I'm telling you. 
She's the president of African clergy woman. So sad. Did I say she's my auntie? I did. Okay. Translator at the General Conference. The General Conference is the United Methodist Conference where the whole body of the church around the world gather every four years. And she get to translate there. That's not easy, y'all. I've been at one. Mm -mm. That she is there, right? She's the recipient of the Harry Denman Award for Evangelism, West Ohio Conference. Hey, yeah, yeah. My goodness. Let me tell, she is so awesome. She is married to Reverend Kalamba Kilumba. Oh, and ordained as well elder service in West Ohio. She got two beautiful kids. Let me tell you, they are rocking and I am about to get rocking here. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We are about to get spoiled, 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 spoiled. So welcome, welcome Mama Kabamba. Welcome Reverend, welcome doctor. It is all you, welcome. Oh my Lord, I am so humbled. I am blessed. I just feel my cup overfloweth to be in your presence. I am in the presence of God who dwells in you. And thank you everyone who is listening. God is good. Talking about the church, huh? Mm, we're going to talk about the church. We're going to talk about the church. So this is uh, interesting for our listener, just a background. I was, uh, we we're supposed to have this interview, she and I, sometimes or a conversation a while ago but and then it didn't come through and then I call her and we're having this conversation on the on the phone while I'm coming from church and she's coming from church she's in her office and uh, she talked about giving God thanks and praise and remembering she started remembering my dad and my mom and while she was sharing a little bit about my mom and my dad it daunted me my dad always said to me Joy, wherever you go, find a church. Wherever you go, find a church. And because that memory came back to me, I say, Mommy, what do you think about having us a conversation about the church? And she felt the spirit as well. It was such an agreement. So I want us to start from there. What did he mean by joy? wherever you go. And for those that are listening, my dad and my mom both are resting in peace in the glory of God. How mm -hmm. do I know? Because they live the glory of God on earth. So yes. they're in continuation of it. Exactly. <laughs> no other place there will be. So what did he mean by joy? Wherever you go, find a church. That is a beautiful, beautiful question. And I will answer it because I know your father, uh, my brother-in-law. He taught me Hebrew and um, he loved the church. He taught me music. I can sing the hymn, the Kisanga, those songs in Kisanga cover to cover because uh, he taught me uh, those songs. And when I think about the church and think about what dad said to you, 
I'm hearing Jesus talking to Peter. You, what you said, you know, Peter said that was in Matthew 16, verses 13 through 20. So I do not, I know everyone, you can just read it uh, by yourself where you are. But what is really important in here, it's when Jesus is saying, who do people say? That I am. Who do you say? So these are saying it's a prophet and all of that. P uh, Peter says, Simon says, you are the Messiah. And then Jesus said, you are Peter. He started by saying, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Mm. That, what, mm. that the image that I have mm -hmm. for my brother-in-law, Dr. Kajoba, telling you wherever you are, Find the church, be in the church, because joy, that's exactly what you did. And Peter is told, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Mm -hmm. You are binding Joy Kitanga. You are binding something on earth right now. And so many people are experiencing it. I'm not with you when you're doing prayer, but I am with you through the people who are praying with you. Mm -hmm. I feel it. I experience it. So you are binding something. Some people will understand this as Peter being told that he is going to be the foundation for the Catholic Church. Some people, that's how they understand. But when you read Matthew 18, 18, mm -hmm. Matthew 18 is how you live. If somebody wrongs you, don't go public. Mm -hmm. Don't go on social media. They didn't mm -hmm. say that. It's mm -hmm. me. But go to the person. Talk with them privately. If they don't hear you, bring a second person. If they don't, and then you go to the church. And then that, what is before that? And then you say, and forgiveness is there. And say, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. You see, it's a way of life. Mm. So dad was telling you about what he knows, about the way of life, the church, when you can be together, a church, when you are one with Christ, when you acknowledge that Jesus is the Messiah. 
Woman, you follow that. And that's what you're doing. Mm. You are building a church. Wow. And Jesus said, build the church on you. Wow. And you have God's imprint all over you. Wow. Woman. Wow, you 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 you're stirring my my belly already. My gut is already is getting excited. That the it's finding a church is not a destination, but it's a life journey. That's what I'm hearing. What you just say, so powerful. Finding a church is a life journey, a journey where Jesus told Peter. You are going to be the foundation. So in other words, when we come about and trying to think that the church is not a building, is a people, we kind of like misunderstanding because according to this scripture, once you accept Jesus as the Lord, then he's going to build upon you. Yes. And as it's building upon you, you are becoming the foundation that is the church and the church where what? He is Lord. Me. Wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And, it, and, it, and in that conversation of Jesus being Lord, because we're living in a time where we're thinking, you know, church is music church is the is the pastor preaching church and and especially after covid right when covid hit and they, they shut down everything and they say no more church mm -hmm. i was one of the people who grieved because as i say joy wherever you go find a church so I've I found myself, I've worshiped with the Catholic, I've worshiped with the Lutheran, I've worshiped with the non-traditional, the Pentecostal. And, uh, and the key to what you said that also that added to, to that sentence was, when you get there, seek God. Seek God. Because in, in, even in the conversation that I have with some friend, it's mm -hmm. the concept of I am the church, but mm -hmm. I don't really understand. I don't really believe that we understand when we say we are the church until you express and explain with this scripture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with that, right. I was reading an article. This <laughs> my husband throw an article at me and say, I'll be so happy if you and auntie can talk about this. And this is an article about uh, from AP News in England, where they're talking about the church being virtual and the virtual it's moving to the, to the level of uh, being a chat GPT screen and it creates an avatar, pastor, clergy, and they begin to lead this worship, the screen and the, and the images that is cast before are being, are leading the service, quote unquote, church. I just want to know, you know, the we're Gen X or Generation X or Generation Y, you being of uh, of another generation, the yes. boom baby, I don't know the generation before us. Exactly. How do you feel about it? 
how do you feel about this virtual like time of church defining after after the scripture you've read for us and share what are, what's your feeling or thought about our church today the virtual aspect it is an interesting time we are during this interesting time i'm telling you god created humankind and God gave them a task to till the ground. And now humankind is creating something that is different, that is counter what God meant, what God did. So it's going counter. Technology is very good. It can be a blessing and it can be a curse. What I mean by technology, I'm talking about this. Uh, right now, this, we're technology, right? What's going on uh, today? I was talking with my daughter and my daughter was telling me that in Hollywood, there is strike. It has been going on for months because of these um uh, artificial intelligence that they are trying to uh, make sure that instead of writing script, writing stories, the machine will be doing it. This thing, this intelligent being thing that they are creating is going to be uh, writing those. And those workers will not have their jobs, I don't know really quite how to explain this, but there is a strike going on because something is not right. Because humankind who is supposed to labor will not labor anymore. It's going to be this created intelligence, this thing that's going to be creating. Mm. As pastor, you can not even write your sermon because this thing is gonna do it for you. <laughs> Something is not right. I have a colleague and friend, uh, Dr. Pete Bellini, mm -hmm. who wrote, who's, his book is gonna be out November or December. The title, I wrote it down, it is Artific Artificial General Intelligence and the Image of God. Mm. And then the subtitle is, Can Machines Attain Consciousness mm -hmm. and Receive Salvation? Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. We need to embrace technology, but when technology it has become like human being as uh dr bellini says you lose you a leg in an accident or anything and then you have the prosthetic leg mm -hmm. we do it's gonna be very um counter creation mm -hmm. if human being will not be able to labor will not be able to do what we are called to do. We not even be able to preach a sermon like in the article that Papa Ibrahim uh, 
uh, that we read, you are in the sense somebody shows up and they are preaching and it's not a human being. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's very interesting because in, in the article with this quote unquote church, as the members are gathering, it's a 29 year old who actually created a whole service and uh, and and selected um the based on the theme of this gathering selected and say hey based on this gathering what would you put a service basically based on this gathering and this um technical or technology create the service and select images of who to put on the screen who's going to be leading this service and 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 when i was reading that my first my might be my second response is to to think about the tabernacle because we got to the place where we're thinking right mm -hmm. that we are the church that we're becoming self-righteous, thinking that we are the church and uh, the danger of us constantly thinking we, we, I am, I am the church. That's why I say, I love how you put it in saying that when the my dad say find the church, it was begin your journey. The journey and seek God. It, finding a church is a journey of seeking God, the journey of discovering who God is. And let I want us to go back to the tabernacle because that's it, it actually literally that's where the church began. Yes. Is the tabernacle, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, the COVID when it came, it dispersed right. It shut down the door of what of the church, and I don't know how I can express that in this few minutes that we have, but. Mm. I would like us to go back a little bit to just biblical interpretation, biblical history of how, why did God even thought about the tabernacle? Because some people don't understand. Some people just stuck on the idea of the church is the New Testament. Mm -hmm. But I believe, right, part of me, and you can you can tell me, you, and this, this is a point where I say, you're not my auntie. This is the part where you're the doctor and I... <laughs> You the PhD one, you the Hebrew scholar. No, no, but uh, to think about the church, the place where it started in the journey of Genesis, we can all go all the way to Genesis if, if you know, I can have this conversation a lot. So, what do you think? Let's go as far as we can to bring our listener the journey of the church. First of all, I'm a doctor and a doctor who's filled with questions too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's interesting because God never asked for any temple to be built. Mm. Say more. I'm curious about that one. Now. Never. Mm -hmm. Human beings wanted Human being always wanted things that God did not mean for it to be, mm. but they started and we started uh, um, this. I have not done research yet to see uh, about this marching, traveling 
uh, tabernacle that they had to take. Now we don't take it. Mm -hmm. We don't have that. They did it in the ancient Near East. That's mm -hmm. where they did that. And then we had the temple that was built. And God never asked for a temp, just uh, a tent, just as God never wanted the people to have a king. The people wanted to have a king. Mm -hmm. And God says, go king them. That is a verb, the actual verb in Hebrew, God, mm -hmm. go, God said, king them. It doesn't exist in French or in English, but it is there. Mm -hmm. Human beings uh, do this. But um, this, the church, what is the church? The church, what I understand by that is set apart. It's somebody who set apart. Mm. Because God, God's self, God himself is one who is apart and is calling a nation for the nation to be the nation that will be serving God. Mm -hmm. But the idea of just boxing God in a place is something that didn't come from God. Mm. 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 Okay. Woo. All right. Okay. Let's take a nice deep breath on that one. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Oh, okay. The intent. For those who, who may be listening to this moment, this conversation, I want to also encourage you to go over on uh, Bible Project. No, this is not like I'm promoting them or anything. No, but if you would like to have a biblical understanding of or the historical and just have like the Bible trying to understand it, I would encourage you to to listen or go on YouTube, listen, follow Bible Project. Mm -hmm. It is the best way. Um, I used it in 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 school. I use it now every now and then to try to understand. So. I want to encourage you so that you may be able to listen out in and, and follow it through. It's called Bible Project. Mm -hmm. And um, in the in what you just say, Auntie, about the, the church that God never intend. So what I'm hearing is God's heart initially is relation. So I'm going to define a church is a relationship with God. We can't have church without God because where we're going with all this self-righteous, I am the church, we are the church, they are the church, is we're forgetting the part of the formula, which is God himself. Exactly. Yes. In the... In Genesis, this is this this is the scripture that's coming to my mind. In Genesis three, the word of God says, after Adam and Eve ate the apple, it says the what? And God was walking in the coolness of the day. 
That means he was in fellowship before sin, before the breakdown. He was constantly fellowshipping with them. That's the church. Yes. He was there. And, oh, I love the idea of the low-hanging fruit. If I can take that to today also, this is what we just talked about, artificial intelligence, artificial um, general intelligence. Uh, that is a fruit that is hanging right there. Uh, we're going to eat it and then be disconnected from who we are as created by God. And I, I like the way where you are going with uh, understanding uh, the church. And as you said, it's not only something in the New Testament. The Bible interprets itself. Mm. I have, I really read the um, Jewish study Bible. So the Bible that we have from Genesis to, gener to Revelation, it has biblical interpretation within itself. Uh, tent meeting, from tent meeting you go and then it's uh, this big thing, Solomon is going to build it. And then it's going to be destroyed and then uh, reconstructed and then destroyed. And the meaning continues. And then Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. And then that's where you hear Ecclesia called out from, called out. It is those who have been called out. So the church, the meaning of the church continue to change within the Bible itself. But it's all about relationship. One with God, and since we are Christ followers, one with God and one with each other. Mm -hmm. That is church. Mm -hmm. One with God and one with, one each, with other. each other which goes back to the scripture or, or the what you said earlier about the place of forgiveness. If we don't understand that oneness, one with God, one with each other, that's where we get to, to struggle with forgiveness because we don't want to get into one and one, one with each other. So I'm not going to forgive you because if I forgive you, then that means I have to tolerate or accept or and that means they make you and 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 right there we lose the image of what of oneness oneness it doesn't means you know i gotta live oneness it means that harmonize that harmony of the spirit and the harmony of of the goodness of god and i think with where we're going with these artificial is uh, as you as rightly said even the script even the article said is that that disconnect when i saw the image it's like this big old gigantic um screen mm -hmm. and people are looking at the screen mm -hmm. of a created and the word of say that shall not create it you know any other god in the image right so we're creating this image 
where we're thinking, well, I'm a Christian, right? The the lazy part that the enemy got. I did a podcast on this of how, you know, the enemy is slowly, you can go ahead and listen to it, to one of the podcasts that I did, is how the enemy is slowly killing the Christian. Mm, 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 mm. And the Lord gave me this, this image of, and the question was, the best way to kill a frog is what is by putting them in water and slowly warming up the water but if you put a frog in hot water it would jump out exactly so th that's the concept that the lord had shown me is that christians are being killed slowly the the water is being warmed up and 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 just the first i think the first commandment that shall not worship other god and this is a gigantic screen in front of, it says, what, 10,000 people that were hundreds of people. And they're watching this created thing. Tell them about God. Tell them about this. And slowly without uh, realizing and saying, no, this cannot be. And with this concept, I want to touch on something that I recently experienced, Auntie. I went to the Jimmy Carter. I had the privilege to go to the Jimmy Carter Library here in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. So beautiful, and the 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 trees and the nature around it, right? And as I was walking around the garden, I found I landed at a place where there's this huge bell. Mm -hmm. There is some um, Chinese letter written on it. And, and a description of it. So I started reading the scripture. It's called the piece of the bell piece. And the bell piece, this monument, it's a reflection of what happened way back in 1819, close to World War II. Uh, so it started, I believe in 1800, that moved all the way the story to after World War II, is that in Japan, during war, they did not have any other weapon. So the government of what of uh, of the Japanese decided to start pulling all the temple bells to build ammunition. Yes, your reaction was my reaction. I was like, what? They were pulling the temples bell to create ammunition mm. I, I i had to deep pause for a moment i'm like god what are you trying to say why why did i end it up actually it was not part of my plan to be at the jimmy carter library today i was going somewhere it was on my path i'm like you know what let me go there and figure out and see i've always wondered and then i ended up on this monument the bell piece and this is the last bell that was left from, from some of those temples. Wow. So this is my reflection on that, right? What is God saying to us today? What is God saying to you, Joy? Let me start at that, right? What is God saying to you, Joy, and into this conversation about the church? What is happening to the sacredness of that church, to the temple? If the the sacred 
element are being viewed as less so that they can take it and create weapons. Today we are experiencing prayer being taken out of schools, Bibles taken out of schools. I'm about to shout, wake up church. <laughs> Yeah. Wake up church, the sacredness, the having a screen, having the screen to preach to us, to talk to us, to tell us about Jesus. What's the sake? Where's the sacredness of the pulpit? Where's the sacredness of the altar? That's why I wanted to have this conversation of where, what is the church? And, and, and you rightly, beautifully said it's a journey. So with that, I don't know if you want to weigh in. What's what's going on into your mind after this uh, yeah, this and, experience of mine? And as you're talking and um, just listening to God and there is journey and journey. And somebody else will say that this is a journey. We got to the point where we can create this thing. Somebody will show up on the big screen and da-da-da-da. My husband was telling me that, uh, no. Was it my husband? Yeah. Oh, my brother, Kiboko, was telling me that um, there were uh, a friend of them, colleague, pastor, said that they were at this meeting. No, it's Pastor Kiboko. Yes. They were at this meeting. And then uh, after they finished the meeting, on the screen comes this creature, summarized everything that they have just talked about. It's good, it's not bad. But when you have a church with this creature preaching, it's a journey, technology. It's a journey, which is good. But that's not the journey that God intended for human beings mm -hmm. to engage in. Preaching a sermon without consulting with the Holy Spirit mm. without listening that mm. relationship with God who takes you through this journey who can even reveal to you about the audience mm -hmm. all of that is taken away mm -hmm. I believe and I would just go with what uh, Professor Bellini said that technology needs to be redeemed. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Redemption mm -hmm. for technology. That's why his book is entitled that. I like that, the, the sub uh, title. Can machines attain consciousness and receive salvation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They cannot. Mm -hmm. They cannot. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I won't say that we are doomed. Because we are not doomed. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> we are not doomed. There is always chapter two of act. Mm. Mm. Let's get there. Let's go there. We're we're in chapter two of Act. Okay, so we did we did uh, we did Genesis Tabernacle tap on the Tabernacle go y'all go 
go to Bible projects, go, go Bible projects, tabernacle, and let them explain to you better. Um, because I, I need to spend time talking about the church right now, <laughs> but you can go to Bible project mm -hmm. and talk to, and, and just, and just learn from there. It's a very good app. I love it. I love what they're doing. God bless them with how they're bringing the, the Bible to, to understanding to the simplest form for, for mm -hmm. each one. It's like, it's, it's like, I have, I have different translation of the Bible and then Bible project. <laughs> <laughs> project i see it as another bible translation option that is up there so go ahead go on bible project uh website and just learn about the bible the history the content the the the, the holiness of it and the the set apart mm -hmm. okay so we're in acts we were we visited genesis we visited we visited where uh matthew where you share about Peter being the foundation. Upon you, I will build the church, right? Yes. Upon you, I'll build the church. It's mm -hmm. the same Peter, right? This is 40, 50 days, 50 days after the resurrection of, uh, of Christ. The disciples, this including men and women in the what? In, in the upper room. Mm -hmm. The upper room is not a funded... <laughs> it's not a funded uh, building of uh, any denomination, mm -hmm. but it's the heart of people in somebody's house. And while they're there, this is for those that are listening, it's in act two. While they're there, they're, they obediently listen to Jesus who said what? The day is coming. The Holy Spirit, the helper is coming. You wait. And it's in their gathering where they are together in one place, praising and worshiping, that they get to encounter the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. When I'm reading that, I'm like, virtual experience is great for those that are in the hospital. Virtual experience is great for those that are sick at home. But not for every person, if you are healthy and good, go to church, go to the building. So let's let's touch about the helper. Let's touch about act two. What's, what's your feeling? What's your thought? What are you hearing about act two? Because right now, this conversation, as you are listening, it's un it's a impromptu. We did not write questions. We are mm -hmm. going solely trusting the Holy Spirit because it, I believe it's a good conversation that yeah. is speaking auntie and, and, and niece, uh, a daughter, a reverend to a church member. Right now, I feel like I'm in the presence. I'm in church. I'm in, I have my pastor and I'm the congregation and, uh, and, and we're having this conversation. So what's your thought? What, you, what are you hearing? The act two. Act two. Amazing that I was thinking about Peter in chapter 16 of Matthew the beginning of the journey. They are on the journey. Um, and then here, the journey continues. There is something new in the journey. It's a different place, but the journey continues very well. Um, and it tells us about what the church is. The church is where we come together and listen together 
and experience together. With our mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind and it was stayed on Jesus. Yes. I sing it in African-American congregations. So that's what I see here. I see here. And I can't help it but think about my own experience. I was going to church. I was going to church. Just go to church. Church. And then this one day, it was night before Pentecost, I went to disturb those who were praying. It was at Mulungwishi. It was at night. They are praying, uh, leading into Pentecost Sunday. So I go there. A voice tells me, do not disturb them. Mm-hmm. As I stepped in there, the pastor said, we're going to be in three groups. Those mm-hmm. who don't believe in God, Go on that side. I was the first one. I went on that to that side, on that side, and followers followed me. Mm-hmm. Those who needed to be baptized in the Holy Spirit come here. There were people who were there, and those who want gifts of the Holy Spirit here, three groups. So where I was, I was going to prove every one of them that they are fools. God proved me Mm. differently. Mm -hmm. I was paralyzed. Couldn't open my eyes, couldn't open my mouth, was stuck in the pew. The session was over and they saw that I was still sitting there. It's the area where Coral d'Esperance was sitting. Mm -hmm. So I'm still sitting there. So they started praying, pray of deliverance. Mm-hmm. I experienced deliverance. Mm-hmm. I felt as a big rock fell off my chest. Mm-hmm. And I was able to breathe. I was not breathing all of these years. I breathed peace. And I stood up. I started singing. Du péché, de tout chaîne. Je suis libre. Je suis libre. Since then, that was my Pentecost experience. Mm. is something. That's mm-hmm. when I understood the meaning of church. Meaning mm. of church is coming together and with our mind on Jesus Amen. and something will happen. That's when I learned about the church. Two weeks after that, I saw in a vision my calling. Mm. Years down the road, I saw a, I had a prophetic dream. Three consecutive nights, I was at Jerusalem, United Methodist Church in Lubumbashi, where I was serving. Mm-hmm. I had about my entire life on earth. Mm-hmm. I saw it. So there is something defining church is difficult, but there is what we call church. Mm-hmm. We want those churches to be churches. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it is in the church that you find all type of mess. Mm-hmm. But this is the church with Peter on mm-hmm. whom Jesus said he was going to build the church. Mm-hmm. This is. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about this church in Acts chapter 2. And it continues to today. And that's what we see with God's imprint. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. 
I love it. I love it. And as you are listening in, you probably like, you guys have not really defined what's the church. That's the purpose. Yes. The purpose is not for us to define what is church. Yes. It's not this podcast about, you can go find all these articles there, but the purpose of this podcast, this, this, this episode, I mean, not the podcast, but the purpose of this episode, as you are listening in and you're like, oh, so what's the church? It's for you to step back and reflect based on everything that we have shared. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. We started out with, actually, before we started the recording, is the uh, is the picture behind Reverend Dr. Kabamba, a bridge going out from the viewer to the unknown. It's a beautiful picture. And, and I share with her and I say, wow, every time I see this picture of yours, the first thing that comes to mind is the journey. And I'm going to tell you here. And next to the picture mm-hmm. is a cross. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the journey, the church, Think about your journey. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus said to Peter, who do you, not to Peter, to the disciples, those that were following him, following him. He said, who do you say that I am? And everybody had the different interpretation of who Jesus was, right? The same thing that happened today. Everybody have an interpretation of who Jesus is and yet when peter spoke he said what to peter son of man son of jonah i believe this was not revealed this is not what the flesh but it has been revealed to you Mm -hmm. and being revealed to you it means that he said what and upon you i'll build the church connecting this to act two Mm-hmm. is when you come to that place of revelation of understanding of who Jesus is to you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. to me then I begin this journey where it includes fellowshipping with others exactly it includes me wanting to to what we say the oneness it's the journey of becoming one with Christ and one with the other so if you are listening and you're going like, I'm lacking church, I don't want to be there, and you have experienced trauma, mm-hmm. we're going to do maybe another episode of uh, church and trauma, how to heal. Because I believe that's one of our calling now. While we might go and spread the whole virtual thing about church and calling ourselves church, we we'll still need the Savior. The Savior is needed to be part of the church. Mm-hmm. And the Savior is crying out, come back to me. Yes. Yes. Return to me. Mm-hmm. Return to me. Yes, you can be the church, but you're not a church without me. Let me tell you something. Just yes. get what you just beautifully said. I was at my office and then I get out. I see these two young people coming, a lady, a girl and um, young men and young women. They, I asked the, their age, they are 21 and uh, 20. 
and they asked uh they were asking if we had uh, uh the office of Salvation Army in our building. I said, no, uh, I introduced myself. And they said they are new in the area. And they, and I said, I'm the pastor of this church. And they said, oh, that is great. We were talking with driver. We asked him um, about the churches in the area. And he said that I don't care about churches because churches are so judgmental. People in the church are so judgmental. Oh, the negative. And I told her, I said, I agree with them. I see with what he said. Uh, I agree with, and then I told him, them, about my own experience. How I was against the institutional church. Mm -hmm. Because of colonization. Mm -hmm. and mission hand in hand mm. so I told about that trauma you mentioned trauma and I told them about what happened to me at the age of 19 in that place of worship where I went to disturb and the vision I received the girl started crying and I said did I say anything bad that makes you cry I said I have never heard anybody talk about God, talk about the church the way you're saying it. Thank you. That is church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is church. And we are called to really form a community of faith mm -hmm. because we are called to transform this world and mm -hmm. remember we have one tool that we carry with our with us it what i'll call a gps the lord's prayer mm -hmm. it's a whole way of life mm -hmm. in one thing mm -hmm. so this is just for you to take with you as you travel make sure that you have that GPS, because we are on the journey. Yes. It is good. It is good. It is good. Oh, bon appétit to moi. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thanks to God. Hallelujah. Bon appétit. Oh, do you feel that fullness bon in the belly? Bon appétit. Yes, enjoy it. Enjoy the word of God. I think I think this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have you. We're gonna be having these this this just open conversation once a month. Yes, once in just, a while. Let's yeah. have open conversation. Just open conversation. Because we are on this journey. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is good. I love it. So I wanna say thank you. Thank you, mommy, for saying yes and being our guests here today. I feel full and I think I need the dessert, <laughs> an appetite and an appetizer. I don't know, dessert, appetizer is the beginning. So dessert at this moment here, because the, that was full. I And my takeaway is uh, joy. Wherever you go, find a church. Exactly. The Ecclesiastes. I'm going to share that another time where I began my journey of the church is in the book of Ecclesiastes. And the wisdom of my dad is still with me today. Yes. Of wherever I go, I found a church. And when you get there, seek God. 
and not men, because men will always disappoint. So in the journey, wherever you are, of finding a church, in the journey of discovering what is a church, so you will find out, or you will know what to look for, then I hope this podcast is a great beginning for your journey to finding the church. So again, thank you for our guest, Reverend Dr. Kabamba Kiboko. Would you do us an honor to close us in prayer, please? Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for your presence. Thank you for this moment that you came together to hear you speak through us and to feel your presence through everyone who is listening. And now, dear God, we say thank you for what you have just given to every one of us, each of us, and everyone listening to this podcast. You have given what we need to continue on this journey where we are. Thank you for the, the divine confidence that you have just poured into us. Thank you for the divine download in every one of us so yes. that we can be equipped as we continue on this journey. It is in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. All right, friends, that was the end of our episode on this podcast where we're talking about the church. And if anywhere you know someone who's struggling to identify or define the church, or it's maybe you who are listening to it and you wonder what is the church. As I said earlier, I hope this podcast gives you somewhere a start of your journey to finding a church. Remember, on this podcast, we share God's love. If you have questions, you love it, share it, uh, spread it, uh, and your support is really, really appreciated. With that being said, I want to leave you with this. Wherever you go, find a church. And when you find a church, remember this, the God in print motto. Leave the imprint of God's love. I thank you and may God bless you. Take care, everybody.